0: All across America and around the world, this is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry.
1: And here we are. Hey, welcome to Veterans Radio. My name is Dale Throneberry, CW-2 type helicopter pilot in Vietnam, Vietnam. 1969. 1969. Want to make sure that we welcome you to our program. It's our benefits program this week. And so if you end up having any questions or if you have any questions to ask our, our resident experts today, you can give us a call at 734-822-1600. That's 734-822-1600. And I do have to, for those of you that are listening to the program live, we are underneath a, under a tornado warning or tornado watch right now in Washtenaw County. And Lenaway County, and as soon as I get the rest of the chat, I'll fill you in on on uh, where else it is. So if we suddenly disappear, you'll all know why. So be careful and pay attention if you're listening in the local area, um, you know, to the sirens and so forth. So, uh, and we'll keep this, you know, we'll keep you informed as to what uh, we know what's happening here locally. So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about benefits today. We're going to be talking about uh, we've got, uh, Brian Hayes here from the, uh, Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center to talk about what's going on on the healthcare side of the business. And then we've got, uh, retired Air Force General Carol Ann Faustone from Legal Help for Veterans and Laura Blakemore, who is a veteran service officer, um, in, um, Washtenaw County. And she's kind of subbing for someone. So we're going to be finding out, uh, everything that she knows about disability and all the other things that are out there that are actually available to all of you, which is uh, one of the things I've learned in doing this benefits program are all the other benefits that are available to, you know, we all just think of disability as disability. Okay. I broke my back or arm or something in the service. I'm entitled to some sort of compensation, but there are other things there for your caregivers. There's building benefits, for, uh, you know, redoing your house if you need to, um, you know, if you end up in a wheelchair, there's funds available for you to, uh, you know, rebuild doorways and roll in showers and all these different types of things. So all of these are questions that you may have, and we've got people here that can answer them um, for today. Um I'm going to go, I have two stories I wanted to mention right away. I was, I'm, I'm, we're waiting for an event Spokesman to uh, call call in here, but there are two events that I wanted to talk about, or two stories that I was reading. Both of them were in military times. For those of you that this is free, you uh, know you can just go to military dot com, and it's great information. Same with uh, Stars and Stripes are are out there too. And uh, for those of you that you know that were in the service, those organizations have been around forever, I think. Um, the first one well, this will really affect all of those all of you enlisted people who kind of starved your way through your service in the military. There is a proposal in Congress right now, uh that was uh it's uh under a House Republican Defense Appropriation Plan that was released last week that you could see their monthly pay boost by up to thirty-five percent. I know yeah, you're thinking, well that that's great. I go from hundred dollars to one hundred and thirty-five dollars. No. You could possibly go, the move would guarantee that even the lowest-ranking service member would make at least $31,000 annually. This is why they're having trouble recruiting people, and money was one of the objects that were that was mentioned. So if you're thinking about it, you know, or you want to lament this whole thing, you can think about, wow, if I had made $31,000 when I went in as a private E-nothing um, maybe I could have bought a little better car or something like that, but this is kind of interesting because I also don't remember that troops also receive financial compensation in regard to forms of housing stipends, free healthcare coverage, food stipends, all kinds of different benefits are available, uh for those that are, you know, considering joining the military, but I thought that was kind of cool. 35% raise. I'll take one myself. The other one I thought was really kind of cool is for all of you out there that, you know, all you Vietnam veterans that that are listening right now is a kind of an event that's occurring that none of us ever imagined would. And that's that the USS uh, Ronald Reagan aircraft carrier is docking at um, Da Nang today, actually today. Uh, that story, it says uh, the American aircraft carrier was due to make port a call in Vietnam today. A rare visit by the U.S. Uh, S. Ronald Reagan, nuclear power Nimitz-class aircraft carrier was scheduled to arrive in Da Nang and stay through June 30th, um, making use of the port that was modernized when we were there. See? We left a little nice little legacy there. And uh, so um, this is the, only the third such visit by an American aircraft carrier since the end of hostilities. And the interesting thing about this, you know, you guys want to be politicians and think about politics, global politics, is that this comes about a month after a Chinese Navy training ship made port at Da Nang. And also um, Japan's largest destroyer, the Izumu, made a a port call in Vietnam just last week. So things are happening around the world. Kind of cool, right? Oh, here we go. All right. All right. We have an event coming up, and this is really kind of important to all of us. Thanks to you, all of our listeners and our corporate sponsors and everybody else out there, our (laughs) 1,000th Veterans Radio uh, episode is going to occur on Sunday, July 9th. And you are invited to come and celebrate that with us. And we are going to be celebrating at the Sidetrack Bar and Grill in downtown in Depot Town in Ypsilanti, Michigan, Southeast Michigan. Um, so it says join us at the Sidetrack uh, on July 9th, 4 through 7. We're going to be there from 4 o'clock in the afternoon, kind of a meet and greet with hors d'oeuvres and so forth. Then we're going to do a live program from there. We're going to be bringing back many voices from the past, hopefully, um, for this program. And then uh, from 6 to 7, again, we're going to meet and greet with people. So I encourage you to, you know, come on down to uh, the sidetrack on Sunday, July 9th from 4 until 7 p.m. I get to meet all of us. And uh, we're really excited to to have this party. Um, when I was talking to the sidetrack, I had found a picture of our very first anniversary program that we did from the sidetrack. And that included... Bob and Gary and Ken and the whole crew. And we're hoping that we can bring back as many of that crew as we can on the ninth. Now, when we, we know we can't bring Gary back, we could try, but I don't think it would work out very well. Like, oh, I know I could play some voice. Oh, that's what I'll do. And, um, so we're, you know, we're going to convince Bob and Ken to drop in as well. So mark your calendar, save that date, nine July from 4 until 7 p.m., Sidetrack um, Bar and Grill on uh, Cross Street in Ypsilanti, Michigan, Be There, Be Square. Speaking of events, joining me on the line right now is a very good friend of Veterans Radio, and this is Dave Draper. And Dave uh, has been president of all kinds of events. He's president of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans this is one of those veterans, veterans who's always there to help out his fellow veterans. Uh, Dave's got an event coming up, so we're going to bring him on the line right now. Dave Draper, welcome to Veteran Radio.
2: Thanks, I appreciate it.
1: So, tell us all about the event that you've got coming up.
2: Yeah, it's uh, in coordination with uh, Washington Community College. They're actually sponsoring it and putting it on. Um, it's called Vet Fest. Uh, This is the second year that they're putting it on, and um, it's going to be Saturday, July 22nd from uh, 10 to 3, uh, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's um, uh, an event to bring together uh, veterans and their families uh, to provide support for their veteran needs. There will be representatives um, from each of the three veterans' support organizations, uh, such as the My American Legion Post, um, the BFW, uh, and the VBA uh, 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 three hundred and ten, all all of which are from Ann Arbor. So, um, uh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I, I was just going to say the VBA the, the, the three hundred and ten. That's only they're out. They're out there. Is this going to be inside or outside this year?
2: This will be outside. Um, okay. <laughs> We're, we're all praying for good weather like we've had most, mostly, uh, here over the last few weeks. <clears throat> uh, they're going to ha- it's going to be a, a family friendly, um, event. So there'll be stuff for kids out there, bouncy house, um, face painting, uh, those kinds of things. Uh, but they're also going to have a lot of support, um, organizations and, uh, uh, to help, uh, veterans Oh, like with uh pts substance abuse um suicide prevention employment agencies healthcare organizations uh i, I think they're up to a little over 30 different organizations it's going to be out there well i and, think that's great if it's anything it, like last year free. it was
1: really well attended too uh, uh
2: yes uh last year um uh, it wasn't quite what we thought it was going to be i think um and if I remember right, there was a threat of rain, and I think a lot of people just didn't come, and it ended up being a, a beautiful day. So let's hope it's uh, you know a little better uh, situation this year.
1: Yeah, it, it should be. It should be. So uh, what what's the date of that?
2: That is Saturday, July twenty second, and that's from ten a.m. to three p.m. And it's right in front of the um, as you're going up uh, Shurn River Drive. There's a there's a light there turning into the front of the, um, the front of the complex there. And it'll be right there, right uh, at the flagpole in front of the exactly. uh, student center.
1: Right. You, you can't miss it.
2: Yeah. Once right. you that's once true. you turn
1: in the parking lot, you won't be able to miss it. You've also got another event that's coming up for the, uh, American Legion post 46, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yes. Yes. It's our hundredth anniversary coming up. Um, uh we're going to celebrate that uh, also at the Washington Community College um, and on August 30th and uh, so we're going to have a um, um oh, one of our members is going to play a little music inside we'll have uh, uh several um, guests uh, Fisher House will be showing up um, um, that one I don't have my uh
1: I got Remember,
2: I got it. Right quite as good. On, but go. Anyway, it, it it is coming up, and we're happy to be celebrating it. Um, I probably won't be around for the next one, but um, this one should hey, be pretty right. good. We weren't
1: around for the first <laughs> one either, but we. <laughs> <laughs> well, <yeah>. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I I think that's that's great. I've got the copy of the flyer here, Dave, and it's um, it's um, the hundredth anniversary is August thirtieth, from five to eight in the campus of Washington Community College with a dinner, awards program, guest speakers and so forth. Uh, For more information, uh, we'll put this up on our website as well, but you can go to, I don't understand all this stuff. uh, It's https uh, colon backslash backslash uh, bit.ly backslash post46dinner. And if you go to post46.org, I'm sure you'll find it.
2: Yes, yes and we are also asking that they register for the vet fest uh because right. um they want to know how much food to prepare uh our commander will be doing a lot of the cooking um and uh, uh Scott Nichols and that one is com. that's a little easier one to do if they okay. register and uh, again, it'll give us an idea how much food and kind of an idea of uh, uh, a basis of knowing how many people at least registered if, if they didn't uh, end up coming
1: out. Right. No, it's it's it's, it's a great um, program that that they have out there with these Vest fests vet fests that are being held actually quite a few of them across at least across Michigan, probably across the country. And, uh, some, you know, or wherever you are, you could probably just type in vet fest and I'll bet you could find that there's one nearby you. Um, and yes, it,
3: there is more
2: than one vet fest, uh, going on. Right. So, uh, this one is at Washington Community College, though. So right. In Ann Arbor, right. right.
1: Yep. That's the one. That's the one. Well, thanks, Dave. Uh, All right, and I sure. know we'll Thank be you, talking sir. to you. Uh, we'll be talking to you again or somebody else from the American Legion to talk about their hundredth anniversary show coming up
2: very good thank you so much sir enjoy your show
1: all right thanks dave all right thank you bye okay all right well we're just going to transition right into our our, our second guest i guess you could say and this is brian hayes and brian is from the uh, ann arbor va i uh, actually it's the charles s kettles va healthcare center which i probably messed up again as usual but, um, and he's in charge of public relations, so he's here to publicly relate with everybody out there. Brian, welcome back.
4: That's my mission, to be relatable. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, what we're uh, working on. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm glad to be back this month. Dale, I'm glad uh, all's well. Um, speaking of VetFest, by the way, uh, you know, we at uh, VA and Arbor, will be in attendance at all of the Vet Fests that are coming up. We'll be there, uh, you know, with our roadshow talking about PACT Act and all the great benefits that VA offers. And in fact, we're going to be adding another Vet Fest to uh, the uh, slew of Vet Fests that we have in Michigan. We have such a big Michigan population. We really want to put something out there that really focuses on PACT Act and getting veterans registered mm-hmm. for those PACT Act benefits that they be, may be missing out on. So the details are being worked out on that. We just got the uh, the OK from uh, the Secretary's office last week to get that done. So. Probably sometime uh, July, August, we'll be putting together another big, this will be a statewide vet fest inviting all the medical centers in Michigan and lower Michigan to attend. So it should be a pretty, a nice big event. That's what we're hoping for.
1: I know. Um, I know we, yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, later on in the program about the PACDAC in that, um, you know, you need to, those of you that are thinking about applying for benefits, you really kind of need to get in, get your, at least get your application in. Uh, I think it was by August 10th, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we'll talk about that more uh, later.
4: Yeah, Pact Act, you know, we, we, I guess we can get into that. But uh, basically, you know, the open enrollment period for Pact Act, that goes until September 30th. And uh, then it's sort of a rolling uh, um, qualify, qualifying period, depending on when you served, going back to mm-hmm. the uh, early parts of the Vietnam War. So yeah, it's all it's all very uh, it, it, it can be a little bit confusing, but it's all mapped out very nicely at uh, va.gov/pact. It's uh, you know it's really easy to read there. Um, so this month at VA Ann Arbor, you know we've been recognizing Men's Health Month, and that's also PTSD Awareness Month. Just something to keep in mind. And uh, we've been getting tons of Pact Act events out there and done. We just wrapped up a massive event today actually at the uh, Flint Air Show which ended up being a really nice, uh, nicely attended event. Um, and also um, we've had a couple of women veterans events uh, that we just uh, wrapped up on uh, just a few weeks ago. We had our most recent women veterans town hall and we always get a lot of great information from the women veterans who attend ways that maybe we could do things a little bit better for them. So it's always nice when we put these uh, town halls together and that now we're able to actually meet face to face and that's, that's actually really helpful to be able to speak to people face to face a couple of events coming up for us. Um, you know, finally able now that the masks have uh, essentially come off, uh, our Adrian clinic in, um, uh, in Adrian, the Adrian VA clinic there, uh, we're finally able to have a ribbon cutting for that, even though it's been open for two years <laughs> or about two yeah. years, but, uh, but yeah, we want to be able to celebrate the folks who, we're responsible for getting that clinic built. So we always, that's why we like to do the ribbon cuttings. It's, it's not just about the celebration. It's also about the folks who work hard to get those services out to veterans where they're needed. And then also our Howell clinic, uh, ribbon cutting, that's going to be happening just a couple of weeks after that. And we're going to hopefully be getting both of these done, uh, in August, just one right after the other. And of course, uh, I think folks know that planning is well underway for a new VA clinic that's attached, also attached to the VA Ann Arbor system. And that's going to be in Northwest Ohio in um, uh, Hancock County. So cool. yet another clinic. So that's going to, be, what, going to be four clinics in two years getting open. also just want to mention to our local veterans, if you're listening, that construction on the first floor will be finally coming to an end soon. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be able to walk through the hospital directly. So keep your eyes open for that. And, uh, and finally, um, uh, Carol Ann is going to kill me, but then this is a surprise for her. Um, but we've got, uh, we're going to be opening our, uh, we've already opened our women's clinic and in October, we're going to be officially dedicating our women's clinic at VA Ann Arbor to, uh, Carol Ann as the Brigadier General Carol Ann Fauston Women's Clinic. And we're Whoa. going to be doing that dedication in October. It has
1: an applause <laughs> type of thing here. Yay, good for you. Oh, wow, that's cool. Carol,
4: Carol Ann's dedication to her field of nursing. Uh, going back uh, to Vietnam and her lifelong service to fellow veterans uh, deserves recognition. And so this was something that uh, Dr. Creasman, our Medical Center Executive Director, and I talked about. And when we said, who, who should we name this clinic after? We both looked at each other and said, well, Carol Ann. <laughs> of
0: course. That's so Carol Ann, congratulations.
4: Awesome. I, I must say that she knew about this. We did ask her permission, but I did not tell her that I was going to announce it publicly today.
1: Uh
5: Brian, thank you so much Uh, I'm I'm, I'm speechless
1: (laughs) That says something right there
4: Yeah, the work that, Carol Ann, the work that you've spent your entire life doing deserves some recognition and, and we want to put your name on that clinic
5: Well, the interesting thing is before this even came up, Brian, when you were talking about women events on June 12th, which Michigan has recognized, um, June 12th as one of the, um, female, um, Veterans Day events. I think you knew Cheryl Allen and I were in Canton and, um, the Giving Hope, um, presented, will be coming to the VA. Um, women's center, they donated the funds that night and the event was in honor of the women's center. And so we did a presentation, Cheryl and I, not knowing that this was going to happen. Um, I, I promote, um, the Ann Arbor VA medical center as one of the best in the country. And so, um, for you to make this announcement and us be there um, just last week on June 12th um, it's like I'm saying it's uh i'm I, I'm lost for words so thank you and thank Dr. Creesman.
4: I will thank you.
1: Well, I think that's awesome. That is so cool That is Dale so cool. that's
4: a that's a hard act to follow. I have nothing left for today. <laughs>
1: Well, that's that certainly is understandable. So we can go into the hospital. We don't have to wear a mask unless we want to. That's
4: right. It's recommended, but it's yeah. not required.
1: I know. When are they going to finish fixing the parking structure?
4: Oh, uh, you know, that's a long process, the parking structures, you know, because you have to move. Every, it's, uh, you know, it's a game of whack-a-mole, but uh, it's it's something that's underway, and we we'll are hopefully get that done fairly soon.
1: Yeah, it's always an adventure to go into that.
4: Yeah, we're always sort of, uh, you know, under influx, uh, constructing and building and adding, oh. and, uh, increasing ability and services for veterans. That's really what it is at the end of
0: the day.
1: I, I, I You know, I, I'd like to give a really, you know, I don't normally do this, but I would really like to give a shout out to uh, the politicians of both parties that have um, been able to provide more and more funding to the VA to allow them to bring all of their facilities across the country, hopefully up to the standards that we, as Carol Ann pointed out, we're so fortunate to have here in Ann Arbor. And uh, so I'm going to actually reluctantly give them kudos for that. And uh, we hope that they will continue along with that. And it looks like there's a whole lot of other things that are going on as far as uh, taking veterans. So, Brian, thank you very much for being on the program. And uh, we'll, we'll get you back next week or next month. All right. All
4: right,
1: thank you. See ya. Thanks, Brian. Bye bye. I'm supposed to. I, I have another cue here, and that, that the um, tornado warning here in Southeast Michigan is still going on. It goes on until eleven o'clock tonight, and it is for uh, Washtenaw, Lenawee, and Wayne counties, and Monroe, I believe, is also on the list. And so uh, again, just pay attention, look out your window, and if it starts getting really dark and green, go downstairs real fast. So. Uh, We are going to take a real quick break right now and we'll play our Medal of Honor segment for this week's Veterans Radio. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about disability with the honored Carol Ann Falzone and with uh, Laura Blakemore. And you're listening to Veterans Radio. We'll be right back.
0: The Medal of Honor is the highest award for valor in combat given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. Private First Class William Thomas lost both his legs to an explosive charge thrown by Japanese soldiers in the Battle of the Philippines but refused medical treatment. Details after this. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans' Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. Thomas was a member of the leading squad of Company B, which was attacking along a narrow, wooded ridge. The enemy, strongly entrenched in camouflaged emplacements on the hill, directed heavy fire and hurled explosive charges on the attacking riflemen. Thomas, an automatic rifleman, was struck by one of those charges which blew off both his legs below the knees. He refused medical aid and evacuation and continued to fire at the enemy until his weapon was put out of action by an enemy bullet. Still refusing aid, he threw his last two grenades. He destroyed three of the enemy after suffering the wounds from which he died later that day. The effective fire of Thomas prevented the repulse of his platoon and assured the capture of the hostile position. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio.
4: Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative. Maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. We can all help someone going through a difficult time. Learn how you can be there for veterans. Visit VeteransCrisisLine.net. VeteransCrisisLine.net. A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs.
1: Back here on and Radio, and I got to take care of some business. I almost forgot. I was so excited and talking to things and hearing about Caroline uh the clinic being named f- with her name on it. And Caroline, that's really kind of cool. Really, it is. It's an awesome um, honor, and it's really good when they do it when you're still alive. That's even better. I, I agree with you. <laughs>
5: I was really taken back when. Uh, uh, Dr. Jenny approached me. Um, and uh, I, I also thought the same thing because um, the day we talked about it, we were at the Canton celebration with Major um, General Oliver Dillard and um, the family was all there. And, you know, um, that took three or four years to get approved. And so um and he was no longer with us. And so I hope by the time this occurs that, um, I still be, will be with you. And I'm, 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 aware that this is happening. So it, it is a great honor.
1: It is, it is for us too here at Veterans Radio because you are our disability woman.
5: Thank you. <laughs> you know, when, uh, we were just talking about the Ann Arbor, um, and I am surprised Brian didn't talk about this, but, um, a nationwide Medicare survey was just released on Wednesday and it found that um, the veterans rated the Veterans Affairs Hospitals higher than the private health care facilities in 10 categories um, across the board compared to private duty. And so we're talking about 9 million veterans with um, 1,255 facilities, this is nationwide, and, you know, um, Dale, when we talk about how great Ann Arbor is, there are other great VA medical centers, and, you know, the secretary, the undersecretary for health is saying that he wants to get all of the VA facilities up to that level, And this was known as the Hospital Consumer Assessment of Healthcare. And so they beat out all categories: patient satisfaction, hospital cleanliness, communication, doctors, nurses. um, And and I think that's that's pretty impressive um, to see these ratings. Yes, this was just released on Wednesday um so and you know you, you need medicare support um especially when there's such a large organization that's paying the bills
1: right and um my, my my personal experience is that i have not had any 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 problems whatsoever with getting appointments or you know getting to see, see or talk to my primary care physician and they always are very helpful and you know, referring you out to the proper department and so on and so forth. And so, you know, we're very fortunate. Let's just we put it that fortunate. way. We are very fortunate. Yeah. So as as you know, to our audience out there, if you have any questions about benefits, this is your opportunity to do this live, you know. So the number is seven three four eight two two sixteen hundred. 1600 So if you are listening to us live, here's your chance. If you're listening to it recorded, I'm sorry, we won't be able to answer your questions, but you can always send me either uh, an email to me, Dale, at veteransradio.org, because we are now a nonprofit organization. So we finally got our email squared away, I'm hoping. Uh So send it to Dale at veteransradio.org. Or you can just go to our website and click on the contact button, leave your questionnaire, and we will answer it uh, next month if, you, if we didn't get a chance to do that today. So as I mentioned, we've got Carol Ann Faustone here. We're also going to be joined by a, a, a new person on our program. And this is, uh, Laura Blakemore and, and Laura is the uh, Veterans Service office, office, Officer, excuse me, at the Washington County Veterans Service, uh, Center. And, uh, Laura, welcome to Veterans Radio.
6: Thanks for having me, Bill.
1: So tell me real quick, what is your military background?
6: Um, I did four years active duty, um, in the Navy. I was stationed on an aircraft carrier, the USS Carl Vinson. Uh, I did radar. So that was exciting. Three of my four years were out to sea. Um, yeah. So I paid for college, did a lot of things, great certificate of eligibility, you know, VA healthcare benefits. It's been probably one of the best decisions I made. So that paid off. And now I get to work with veterans every day, which is lovely. Yeah, very is lovely. rewarding.
1: So you got to, you really did get to travel the world.
6: I did. I did. But I missed a couple of the good things on that ship, like the Michigan State basketball game I guess they had on that carrier. And then <laughs> I missed that, but that's all right. It was an experience.
1: Well I'm I mean, thank you very much for uh for uh, subbing here for David uh Sames, um who's the director of the Washington County Veterans Service Office. Um so, Laura, can you, can you tell me what you, we we talked earlier, and you mentioned the PACT Act that I and I, I kind of threw out that date of August 10th, and could you tell me why I thought that was so important?
6: Sure, sure. Um, so the PACT the legislation passed August 10th of 2022. So, um, if if we have a veteran or a you know a dependent for you know, spouse um, benefits, if they are looking or interested and in, believes they may be eligible for some benefits from the PACT Act, they're going to want to file what's called the intent to file compensation or um, DIC benefits by August 10th of this year, which because then and they will have a year to file the actual claim um, because then it would go back and, the, the date of the claim would be August 10th of 2022. So that's a whole nother year of benefits they would um be missing out on. If all they have to do is um they can go to VA.gov and file online. They can see I would recommend seeing a, a veteran service officer to do that. Or they can also call the VA toll-free number and just which is um eight hundred eight two seven one thousand and give the VA a verbal intent to file benefits. So that would lock in the date of the claim and they'd have a year to file.
1: I think that's really important because, you know- if It's huge. Theoretically, if they got a, I don't know, say a 40% rating out of that, then that goes retroactive back a year.
6: Two years, of,
1: well, yeah. Well, by the time, well, yeah. Very but true. Mean, it's, but that's, uh, and that's substantial. That's huge, yeah. And well, you by know, the way- I'll-
5: also piggybacked with that, um, it was just announced too that the post 9-11 combat veterans who served between 2001 to 2013 have until September 30 to enroll in the Department of Veterans Affairs for healthcare. And I think this is absolutely critical because if those veterans who are out there who never thought about healthcare this is like a huge opportunity to get that special enrollment um, provided by the PAC Act. And I think it's one of those hidden gems that nobody's aware of. And so we're trying to get this out. And this act um, is named after Sergeant First Class Heath Robinson honoring the promise to address those comprehensive um, comprehensive toxics that were out there that, you know, millions who have survived going back to 1960, Dale, that were exposed. So mm-hmm. it's more than the burn pits. It's all those toxins that were out there during Vietnam, etc. This is the big opportunity now to get enrolled um, in the VA healthcare system.
1: Absolutely. Now, we do have a caller on the line. We have uh, Richard from Royal Oak, Michigan, is on the line. He has a question about home health care. So, Richard, welcome to Veterans Radio.
7: I hope you can help. Uh, There's a program that's that's called the Veteran-Directed Services. That's what I've been told, but now I've found out it's Veteran-Directed Care. And that VA program allows a veteran to secure a home aid. They authorize it, pay for it, and it's overseen by the Area Agency on Aging. What I've been trying for the last year and a half plus, talking to the VA in Washington and Lansing's uh, Veterans Agency and others, of course, how do I get a a hard copy of the rules and regulations uh, that pertain to that program. Because most people, even in Washington, VA, uh, aren't aware of it. I've been on it for at least a year and a half plus.
1: Uh, Well, so you're looking for a hard copy?
7: Yeah, I'm looking for the rules and regs. You know, the Mission Act, I think you're familiar with that program. When that was enacted by Congress, us veterans got a, uh, sort of like a brochure that listed the eligibility, the record, the program description, and the uh, implementation, and this is for using urgent care throughout. That's local to the uh, veteran. And uh, a list, but they have to be veteran VA certified. For well, that program, is defined in paper. Uh, the uh, Veteran-Directed Care slash Veteran-Directed Services, that program, nobody seems to be able to provide a, uh, oh, gotcha. a written copy of the rules and regs, not only for me, but for the Area Agency in Aging and for the community care in Ann Arbor. For example, it's like let's
1: let's see if we can uh, find an answer for you here. Uh, Either one of you know anything about that, Carol Ann?
5: Yes. Uh, Laura, do you happen to have a copy in your office at all? No. And I was just looking. Okay, so, um, sir, is is your first name David?
7: Uh, No, Richard.
5: Richard. There's a Marine. Yeah. Okay, Richard. uh,
7: Carolyn, can I just interject real quickly one thing on here? When I say I'm looking for the rules and regs for this, one of the things is now the EA subcontracts out for the Area Agency on Aging. They've been around a long time to oversee the program. I had to secure the aid, and I did. She's a high-quality person, and they secured a payroll company to take care of that aspect of it. My particular reason for wanting the rules and regs is, if it's in writing, I'll abide by it. But I've been getting so many uh, conflicting statements about what I'm required to do. And one of the things I don't like to do is uh, have to monthly get uh, uh, involved with the agency on aging and questions about how am I feeling in that. Uh, I'm not feeling well. I don't like to dwell on it. I don't like to think about it. Now, if the rules and regs says I have to do a monthly, I know what the annual assessment is. I have no problem with that, three and a half hours. Uh, But the monthly to where I have to continually uh, go into pain and uh, discomfort, I don't do it. I don't take pain medication. I don't want to think about it. But if it's a rule and reg that says I have to do it, of course, I'll abide by it.
1: Well, let me, uh, Richard, let me let me tell you this. Um, we will. Uh, I'm going to ask you to give uh, Derek your, your email address and so forth.
7: I, I don't, I'd like to, but I don't have the email, smartphone, et cetera. How, choice. About, how,
1: about a, how about a phone number? Don't yeah, give it over the air. Phone number don't give and it over address,
7: yeah, of course.
1: Uh, so we're going to. Um, I'm going to send you back to Derek and 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 get your phone number, and then one of us will call you in the next couple of days and see what we can find out for you. Okay.
7: No, because do that, understand I, that you're going to get an answering machine. I don't respond unless I know it's a family member or somebody. That's okay. We'll just say, hey, who's the? But they have to announce who they are, where they're from, and give me a chance to not break a hip to call get you
1: them. back. Okay, we will so, do that. Go so, ahead, Carolyn.
5: Richard, what I will tell you is, so there's the caregivers program, there is the direct program, and then there's the program that you are talking about. Now, I am aware that specific veterans um, can direct their care, they hire their caregivers, they follow through with everything. Now, yeah,
7: that's it, that's it, and that's home. what I got. VA did send a regular home care agency in. And I didn't like that because of uh, certain aspects like GPS tracking with my own house. But, now, uh, I do yeah, know. That's what it is. Now, when I was first made aware through Aaron there at uh, Ann Arbor, he called it the Veteran Directed Services. He made me aware of it. So I've been referring to that. However, when I called Washington, uh, got uh, when I was in Ann Arbor's hospital in the last uh, week or so, I actually picked up through the patient advocate uh, a info sheet on it. However, it doesn't have my requirements or the requirements of the area agency. And the reason I'm saying this is very simple. The objective of the program is to help veterans like myself. It's not to create a hardship. It's not to create more complexity. And right. so narrowing it down. Does somebody have to pepper me with questions every month by law about how I'm feeling, what's my pain rated at, etc.? That's all I'm saying, and I've been working on it for almost two years to no avail.
1: Well, let's 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 see what we can find out for you, yes. Richard. And I promise that we'll get back to you. Okay. okay yes.
7: Appreciated it, and I'll give them the information.
1: Okay. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Don't hang up. I won't right there, get that phone number. Okay. Um, that's what we're here for. We're, we're, you know, we've got two experts here who will track that down as, as best that they can. Um, we do have a call from a gentleman named Mike in Chelsea with something that he would like to talk about Laura here. So Laura must have done a case for him. So, uh, Mike, welcome to Veterans Radio.
3: All right, thank you very much. And, um, that last caller is, You know, I mean, he's very passionate. He's clear about what's going on, and he has, you know, they've been jerking him around, it sounds like. Anyway, so, yes, Laura Blakemore has been on my side in a couple different things, you know, and she's a professional and, I mean, easy to work with, and she worked with me on my Agent Orange, you know, cancer thing. And then she worked with me on my PTSD
0: thing. And
3: she's an ultimate professional. Uh, she's a veteran. Hey, Laura, how you doing?
6: Hey, Mike, how are you?
3: <laughs> oh, I'm very I'm very good. But, you know, I listen to this show every, every week. And now I have a little personal thing with it. but So I would just say, you know, veterans, you need to use the resources that are there. And don't be, you know, you know what? I mean, just go ahead and, and put your case out there. And then uh, we love veterans right? Why wouldn't we? <laughs> and, yeah. And so, Laura, once again, thanks, hon. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I look forward to talking I, with you again. Oh, I hope I don't... You don't mind me calling you hon, do you? No! <laughs> <laughs>
6: not at all.
3: No, I've been all called right. way
6: worse. <laughs> yeah, that's not so, so, that's not so bad. No, I'm but
3: I'm just in, in other words, you know, all you vets out there you, you're entitled to certain benefits, you serve your country, go for it. And if you go to Ann Arbor VA, they're going to help you. They are. So do it. Thanks
1: for thank calling. Thank you. That's a paid political and, and announcement that's my, right there. you know, I'm done. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank Michael, you,
5: thank you for calling in. That was great to recognize Laura. We've got a lot of great um, service officers out there, county oh counselors, um, and so that was awesome of you to call in. Thank you,
3: I appreciate. it. You that. know what? I, I'm just one more thing, and I'll be all done. But <laughs> Laura, from the first minute I met her, she was like taking care of me and and asking what you know what's the thing, what do you need, what do you. She's a very good advocate for veterans. And so, yeah.
6: Thanks for calling. I appreciate you.
3: Hey, all right. Good
1: night now. All right.
6: Thanks, Mike. Good night, hon. Thank you,
3: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hon, you called me. There huh. you go. Uh-oh. Watch out.
1: Watch out. <laughs> I think
3: she's All right. Good night, now.
1: Okay. Hey, you know, listen, but Mike really had a great point there, and this is something that we've been talking about for yep. going on 20 years now, is, yes. you know, you're not going to... Get anything if you don't apply for them. Right. If you have questions and you're just, you know, I don't hang around your house going, Oh, ah, I can't do this. I can't do this. Call someone. Right. This is why they're there all, especially in Michigan. And I think probably many other states around the country, there are some great veteran service officers, whether they're employed by the state or the county or by the VVA or the American Legion, whatever it is, or, or, or a, or a legal help for veterans type of. Organization, they're there, yeah. so make sure that you you take advantage and utilize them.
5: And a- absolutely, and you know the other point is the Pack Act um, DIC. There are there are benefits out there for the widow and yeah. the family, and with the Pack Act, this is like one of the first ones that. Potentially families and children and additional um, members will get some benefits. But if you don't ask those questions, you're never going to know what you're eligible for. And one bis- one misconception is I get a lot
6: of veterans saying they don't want to take away benefits from another veteran. And yes. that's just not true. That's not the case. And There's room for everybody to get their benefits.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and that's, I've heard that many, many times. Well, I don't need it. And, you know, I'll take the money away from somebody else. It's no, <laughs> no, not
6: taken away from anybody else. Just no, it's,
1: for anybody. it's for, it's for all of us. Yes. Anybody who's ever served in a military, no matter what branch that you were in, no matter what time period you were in, um, you are, you may be eligible for some or all of the benefits that are out there. You yeah. know, we, we're, we don't talk just about disability. We talk about, you know, the Karen of, of families. We get the, you know, Richard called and asked about, you know, re, con, you know, refiguring his house. Right. So that, you know, he can do that. And I have a very good friend whose whole house was renovated by the VA. Right.
6: Yeah.
1: And you can, um, you know, you, all you got to do is ask.
5: And yeah. And, You know we've got the you know we've got the three silos. Well, and I say silos, but it's really not the you know the three pillars. You know you've got the cemetery side, you've got the healthcare side, and you got the benefit side. And you know I I know they work independently, but really they work together because it's the family, it's the veteran, and we integrate those. And we try to make sure that people are aware of the benefits that they should be deserving.
1: Absolutely. See, that's why they named an entire clinic after her.
5: Well, you know, the, the our caller earlier, you know, that the direct care, the family health care, that is coming out of the VHA side, you mm-hmm. know. And yet Laura and I predominantly are, you know, we're on the, the BA side. But lately, um, I've been dealing with a lot of the BHA side because the healthcare issue and the cost of health care and making sure that our veterans have access to health care. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's what that survey was all about. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting your disability, you know, you're going in, you're making sure that, you know, you can see your primary care physician? And are you seeing the right physicians and are you getting the care? That's all healthcare. And that is connected with your disability benefits. So it is all really honest to God connected.
1: Well, it, it is, you know, and then the thing about the disability is, is and, and you pointed this out to me earlier, um, that even though you may apply for disability and you you get a zero rating, you're in the system and then you are entitled to care for that, whatever problem that you're having, you may not get, you know, 10, 20, 30%, but once you're uh, rated, your care is, is provided. And that's important. I mean, you know, right. All of us at a certain age, we, you know, we kind of develop high blood pressure and that type of stuff. But the idea is that, yeah, even if you get rated zero, you'll have access to, you know, not only to your primary care, but to all of the different people that can help you control that blood pressure. If you, all the other diseases that are out there, of which there are, you know, gazillions of them, and uh, that they're all related. And I I think that's that's so important that we just continually, I know we sound like we're harping on you out there that are listening to us, and and we are because there's probably at least one of you out there who has never gone to the VA because oh, I don't need to go to the VA. It's, you know, and it's just, you know, I'm taking money from somebody else. I'm taking health care from somebody else. You put your life on the line, whether you realize it or not, whether you never even got out of Michigan, you could have gone anywhere they would have sent you and you would have gone and you might've been exposed to, all those toxins out there. You might've gotten yourself shot for Pete's sake. That's why the veterans VA is there for all of us. And uh, so I encourage you, if you haven't do it, if you know someone that hasn't drag them to some place and get them signed up. So, you know, because the other thing at the, you know, the negative side of this is if we don't use the care some of the powers that are going to be was well, they don't need all this money. They don't need yeah. to fix this stuff. They don't need to rebuild this or that. They don't need to expand all those clinics that they're putting out there because nobody's using them. Well, guess what? It's up to you to get out there and use them. If you need them, use them. They're doing everything Absolutely. possible to make healthcare available uh, to every veteran who's ever been there. Yep. So we're coming up on the end of the program. Can you realize that already? I mean, we only got what three minutes to go. So I got to get do this. So I want to thank both of you wonderful women for, for uh, supporting Veterans Radio and being available to answer questions and to, uh, you know, it, it's so important that we, you know, we utilize your skills and knowledge to reach out to our audience. So I'm hoping that you'll both come back, uh, next month sometime. Laura, I'd love to sit down and, and find out more about your experience on an aircraft carrier. That's so sure. cool. I'd love to.
6: Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> thank you very much. Carol Ann, thank you. Congratulations on that. Thank and I'm you. sure that we'll have a bigger deal going when it finally occurs. So-
5: hey, I think, uh, I think even if Dave comes back next month, I think Laura should just come on and be a regular. It's more the merrier. Man, what a great shout out she got today. <laughs> Thanks. I, th- I th-
1: think, think the that. more experts we have, you turn it more into a roundtable. And each of you, you know, you find out something that somebody else knew that you didn't know. And it, it helps everybody all across the board. So thank you both very much for being on the program. And, thank uh, you. We'll be in touch. Okay, thank you. all right, we're going to come up to the end of the program, and I, I completely forgot to thank our sponsors, so I've got to do that right now. So before we do this, we've got to help thank Legal Help for Veterans. They specialize in veteran disability claims. Give them a call, Legal Help for Veterans, at 800-693-4800. The National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, is the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of veteran-owned businesses. For more information, go to their website, nvbdc.org, or give them a call at 888-237-8433. The Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center here in Ann Arbor, Michigan. For more information, go to va.gov slash annarborhealthcare. Also, we want to thank the Irwin Press and American Legion Post, 100 years old. Um, and the Charles S. Kettles Vietnam Veterans of America chapter 310, both of Ann Arbor, Michigan. We can't do this program without you folks. We, we thank you always for your support. We thank you for listening. And I, 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 I asked, um, Derek about the station. Wham has an FM station for those of you in the local area out in Chelsea. And I understand that it can be heard out in Western Washington County and Eastern Jackson County. So if you can't pick up Wham AM 1600, Go to 92.7 FM, and you'll be able to hear more Veterans Radio and all the other great programs that are on WAAM. Don't forget to mark your calendar again one more time for July 9th. 1,000 episodes of Veterans Radio. Go to our website. It's at the Sidetrack in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So until that time, until next week, we'll be back again here on Veterans Radio. This is Dale Thronberry saying that you are dismissed.
4: God bless America, land that I love. Stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. From the mountains, through the
0: prairies, to the oceans, white with foam,
5: God
4: bless America,